Welcome back into another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. This is episode 24, or the Kobe Bryant episode, if you will. I am your host, Carter E. Joining me, as always, from the other side of this table is my producer, Jeff Mulvahill Jr. You can check out his work at www.instaimage.com. However, we'll not see him around this week for travel reasons. Thank you as well to today's title sponsor, Double J Auto in Gardnerville. You can check them out online at www.doublejautonv.com. Lots of baseball and softball news to talk about, including my attempt to break down the softball tiebreaker scenario, which I'm going to have to say is tentative at best because there's a chance I'm missing something. But I will do my best. We aren't going to start there, though. We are going to start with Douglas Baseball. They are 22-5. and They fell to McQueen 10-7 on Thursday before picking up a 2-1 win at Minogue over the weekend. That leaves Douglas at 12-2 in league play, and they have assured themselves of a top two seed going into the regional tournament. Minogue has clinched the number three seed. They are 10 and five at the moment. So they've played one more league game than Douglas, as well as Reno, which is 13 one. We will get to them in a little bit as they took on Carson over the weekend in the 10, seven loss to McQueen Carter Bleeker went three for three with a double. Uh, the Lancers were just able to find a way to put up some runs. It's giving up 10 runs is not something that, uh, you've seen Douglas baseball do a whole lot this year. And, you know, I guess you get it out of the way now, right? You have a tough game before the the postseason, and uh, it's just going to be be the way it goes sometimes. And uh, still a good effort overall, but that does give Douglas their second league loss of the season. Reno is at 13-1, and so if Douglas wants the one seed, somebody will have to help them out there knocking off the Huskies. In that 2-1 win over Minogue, Gabe Natividad had an RBI single on the top of the six, which scored the game-winning run. He also had two ribbies against McQueen there on Thursday. With Douglas all but assuring themselves of the two-seed in the baseball playoffs this year, all nine teams are going to make it. Therefore, there will be an 8-9 playoff game, which is already set between Carson and Reed, though whoever hosts it, I think, is still up for debate as Carson is 1-13 in league play. Reed is 0-14. There's a nice little jumble there in the middle. McQueen at 8-6. Spanish Springs at 7-7. Galena at 7-8. And and Damani at 6-8. So those middle seeds yet to be determined who will will take on, you know, 2 through 6. But Douglas will be one of those top two teams, meaning that the Tigers will likely get Galena or Damani Ranch, barring some unforeseen finishes, I guess. But don't hold me to that just yet. There's a lot still to happen this week as we go into the final week of regular season play, I guess. And then we start start the playoffs the following week, I presume. I don't have that date offhand by chance. But I imagine with you know softball doubleheader Saturday between Carson and Douglas. We also have Carson and Douglas baseball on Wednesday as well at Douglas. That will be a big one for the local area sports coverage teams there. But Jeff, you know, if this wind keeps up, it might might change some uh, change some things. We could see some weird outcomes if we've got sixty mile an hour gusts blowing straight out or straight in from center field. Yeah, the the I was at it Edmonds or Pete Livermore Sports Complex the whole weekend, and 
yesterday the wind was just brutal super cold super hard the ball blows back the re- direction it came from uh, i can't imagine with baseball i think it's good that the carson douglas game is actually at douglas because it's a little bit more sheltered with those big trees that they have around home plate i think that will help but get it out there and end up in that wind and it could be gone also got a little bit of help from those uh, houses that get uh, abused yeah. by foul balls i'm sure but yeah tournament play or excuse me regional tournament play is next week like i said douglas has assured themselves of a top two seed at the moment really got to give the tigers i know i know we talk about them a lot this season because they've kept on winning but I, I don't think it can be understated the turnaround this team has made from three and sixteen last year to twenty two and five this year. I mean, that's just in any sport, regardless of sport, that's just not something you see. Uh, obviously, you know, not every sport plays twenty seven games or will be thirty plus by the time the season is over. But to have that kind of winning percentage difference from one year to the next is is pretty remarkable. And I do have to give give a hat tip, if you will, to the Tigers for the way they have played this season. It has been. A lot of fun to cover them and a lot of fun to see that turnaround because I don't think anybody saw them being a top two seed in league play when we started the year. Yeah, nobody I talked to. Yeah, which is not a knock on them. Uh, sometimes just how it goes. and yeah, Get to work and good things happen. Sure enough, you can win 22 of your 27 games so far this season. Got a nice little winning streak in there as well. And yeah, earn yourself a top two seed and a home game for uh, the playoffs if not more than one obviously the uh sites after the first round on the niaa website are all tbd so but i imagine it will be with a two seed douglas will get at least two home games and then we'll likely have to duke it out with reno assuming your one and two seeds win out which is not a guarantee at this point in the season obviously mcqueen has given the tigers some trouble this year that 10-7 loss to the Lancers uh, from last Thursday, not a league contest. Don't ask me why. I, it's yeah, Goofy non-league games against league opponents in the middle of the season are unusual. It makes me think that it's a makeup game for something, but I don't think it is. Anyways, over to Douglas Softball. We will get back to baseball with Carson here in a second. But over to Douglas Softball. They won all three games from, I guess, the last time we talked to today. Uh, we are recording this Monday morning, so we'll probably hit your guys' ears by Tuesday. But at Damani Ranch last Thursday, Douglas softball, no issues there. That's a 12-2 winner for the Tigers. And then Saturday at home, they swept Galena in a doubleheader, 15-0 and 11-0. Talia Trenton had nine RBI combined in the two games, had six in one. It was also the game she was pitching in, so helped herself out quite a bit in the circle. Mackenzie Willis took over in game two. Douglas softball also assured themselves of a top two seed going into regional play. Spanish Springs is, of course, 12-0 in regional play. Douglas is 11-1. And then we have a three-way tie between Carson McQueen and Reed for the number three seed at the moment. A couple of league games left. Obviously, nobody's going to jump Douglas or Spanish Springs, but where everybody falls in that seating mix is very much yet to be determined. I quickly looked through the tiebreaker scenario with it being three teams tied. Obviously, that can still change, but you look at head-to-head among them, which 
I don't know about McQueen versus Reed, but I know Carson has split with both McQueen and Reed in their games. Part B of that tiebreaker scenario is <clears throat> head-to-head margin of victory uh, between the tied teams, which Carson would have the tiebreaker over McQueen with an 8-0 win and then a 5-2 loss. That would be 10-5 with added math, obviously. A 13-0 loss followed by a 17-7 win over Reed gives Reed a 20-17 edge there. So Carson... I guess if the season ended today, Carson would be the four seed based off of that outcome. Though I'm sure it could get trickier if it's somehow McQueen somehow holds a tiebreaker over Reed, because then I don't know how you do that. <laughs> Minogue Tuesday at Damani Thursday, and then a doubleheader at Douglas this weekend. Oof. So still four league games left for the Senators, who, like I said, are seven and five. That's pretty much, I think, going to determine, I think, while it's fun to play, what if on tiebreaker scenarios? Obviously, when you still have four league games left, <laughs> this, a lot can change. And in high school sports. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Douglas and Carson softball will be at Douglas on Saturday. Obviously, you can find my coverage of that one on both of our websites that I, or both website, newspaper, take your pick, NevadaAppeal.com, RecordCourier.com. Carson softball went to Susanville this past weekend for a five-game tournament. They went three and two, I believe. There's a couple games unfinished on Game Changer, which threw me off a little bit, but picked up a 7-4 win and a 9-5 win to start. Fell 2-1 to Wheatland. Fell 7-6 to Juno Douglas from Alaska. Came down to Susanville. Might have been quite the trek. There and then an 11 3 win over Red Bluff to finish things off there. Carson now sits at 14 and 12, if my math is correct, on the year. Like I said, 7 and 5 in league play with what I believe is going to be four league games remaining. Yeah, because they got 16. So also one, one catch baseball, all nine teams go, and we have an 8 9 plan for who will go to the one seed, the winner of that game. Whereas softball, they're not taking the ninth team. So top eight go. I don't think that's going to make a ton of difference in the overall outcome of the regional tournament, but just a note of two different regional setups that we have there. Should be a really fun closing week, though. I'm sorry you're going to miss it, Jeff, because there's going to be a lot going on. But that is uh, something we will continue to see throughout the week as we go forward any particular memories for you of spring regional tournaments that uh, stand out over the other? Uh, this week is always, I mean, it. usually there's, they always split out the, the days, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday type of thing. But this week it's always Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like, why did you do that the last week? And, and it's normally rivalry week. So it's always exciting, um, especially here. I mean, Everybody knows that I think Carson Douglas is the best rivalry in sports, but because um, I've seen so many of the games and so many of the sports, but it's just it's an exciting week. Uh, it's fantastic that we got teams that are competitive, uh, and they're they're going to have home games as well. So get out and support your team because they're going to be at home. You don't have to drive far, and you're going to see something happen. Something exciting is going to happen. 
And you said best rivalry in sports. You didn't even quantify it with I'm high not, school. I, I will go to my death arguing that. I have seen so <laughs> many games with between these two schools, and uh, it's it's just it's a good thing. I owe the schedule makers a thank you for not scheduling uh, the baseball and softball games at the same time this week, so I don't have to you try to lucky. cover two at once. While I do enjoy that sometimes when it comes to the final week of the regular season with games, you know, having so much more meaning and context of standings and seedings, it is it is nice to have uh, everything kind of spread out to make it so I don't miss anything. Which Sounds is, like you're going to have to have your calculator out for that <laughs> softball. There's middle of the pack standings. Definitely a chance that that gets weirder, which is fine with me. I'm I'm all for chaos, but... It, it'll be a fun one to watch for sure, and I will continue to have tiebreaker scenarios broken down as the week goes on for the Senator softball team. Carson Baseball fell 6-2 to Reno over the weekend. Pretty respectable game there. Ian Fontaine had a solo home run in the loss for the Senators. They moved to 1-13 in league play, as I alluded to earlier in the episode. The Senators and Reed will duke it out for that 8-9 game with the winner going to Reno, most likely. However, that is not solidified. Like I said, Douglas baseball could still take the one seed if they can get a little help there. Reno's still got to play Minogue and McQueen, so it is not out of the realm of possibilities that the Huskies drop one, though. Don't tell them that. <laughs> I imagine it doesn't imagine sound likely, they'll hold, but they'll hold on to uh, hold on to my words there if I say anything too too drastic. Assuming somebody catches the episode up there, but a lot to look forward to this week on the baseball and softball side of things should be a fun one. I'm sure we will have some some interviews for you next week from the outcomes of this week, and of course, as I said. Previously, you can check my workout at NevadaAppeal.com and RecordCourier.com. Got to give a shout out to our Douglas photographer, Ron Harpin. You can get a lot of his photos. I know most people know his website more than they know know me because Ron's been around so long. But that is RAHPhotosNV.com, I believe, is his website. And you can pick up photos there. Does a great job. I still can't believe he got thomas young's diving catch in center field but as he said don't give up on ty at least from behind the camera <laughs> i got one shout out carter before we end we had a uh, soccer tournament this last weekend the girls were this past weekend so yesterday and the day before this and the boys were the prior um we had a couple of carson teams do fairly well one team won their tournament um, the AYSO Carson City Storm won their tournament in the U11 girls division. And um, Carson FC Venom won in the, or they were runner-up, rather, in the U13 girls. And a parent, fan, friend of mine mentioned to me at the field as his daughter was on the stand for a runner-up position in the U14 girls with uh, Carson FC Intensity. Um, a fan of the podcast. He says he listens to it on the way to work in the morning. So shout out to him. That's what I love to hear. Yeah. I, I've heard a lot of, as I said, I think last week, I've heard a lot of compliments and obviously I do not take those for granted. And it's as simple as that. Ideally with this being, you know, 
20 minutes or less. Obviously, sometimes we go a little over, but listen to it when you drive from Carson to Douglas, if that's yeah. your thing, or, you know, up to Reno, if you work there or wherever, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on Spotify as well. Obviously, you can stream the podcast through our website as well. Both of those I've said many a times, but Thank you very much for listening, and I'm sure I will see plenty of you guys this week. And Get out and support your teams, guys. There's lots and lots of sports this week. That there is, and there will be much more to talk about with golf, track, etc. in the newspaper this week as well. But that's going to do it for episode 24. Thanks again to our loyal listeners out there. For Jeff Mulvihill, I am Carter Ackle. We will catch you guys next week. 